0: like to point out that the following podcast is a work of fiction. Similarity to any real person, situation, company, or product is entirely coincidental.
1: Netcasts you love.
0: From people you trust.
1: This, this is, is Twit. This is Security Now with Steve Gibson episode 217 for December 9, 2008. The title of this episode, We Love Our Sponsors. Security Now is brought to you by donations from listeners like you. Thanks. Your donations do help us keep our advertising to a minimum. And by Astaro. Visit them on the web at www.astaro.com. And by Nerds on Site. Looking to grow your IT business? Visit them on the web at You Don't Want to Be a Nerd, Do You? Dot com and by Visa and by Audible Get locked into to DRM'd material and more spam than your inbox can handle at ww.audibobble.com It's time for security now. I'm Leo Laporte the Tech Guy and I'm joined today by Steve Gibson.
0: Yay Hi Leo Great to be with you
1: again. Isn't this cool? You all know Steve. We couldn't do the show without him. He's great. Steve coined the term spyware in 1942 when he invented a wee application called Spinwrite to crack the Enigma machine used by those Nazis in World War Two. Spinrite is still used today. Uh, thanks, Leo. Steve's a security guru. He wrote the world's finest spyware before he was out of nappies. He put his root in Sony's rootkit. He found the back door into Windows, the Metaphile. He's the man behind Deacon Bobby 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 you later, Shoot the Messenger, Shoot the President, and Windshields Up the Popemobile. Steve, you are one busy man. He did all that coding in machine code too, isn't that right Steve? One. Uh, I, I mean, true, correct, affirmative. Okay, so a big warm welcome for the man from Irvine. The last man on the planet running Windows 95. From his fortress of security, Mr. logical mr. Steve Gibson
0: uh, thanks Leo that, 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 that's a nice introduction um, but as you've mentioned my OS of choice I have some news for you there I think I may be taking the plunge into Windows 98 no well well maybe I guess the nasty hackers out there and perhaps even our listeners, I've long since given up on Windows 95. So, if I'm going to stay relevant, uh, perhaps so should I. Uh, I I guess it's like time to move on. To
1: upgrade, as it were. Although I don't like that term. Well, good for you, Steve. You may want to consider Millennium Edition, though. Uh, That's much more secure.
0: Well, you know, me, Leo, one step at a time.
1: So, Steve, did you notice our new intro music?
0: Uh. Yes, uh, it it was vaguely
1: familiar. It's from our exciting new sponsor. These guys are great, so professional, and they love you, Steve. I'm going to test you. Let me play it again to see if you can catch who I'm talking about. So, Steve, any ideas?
0: I, I definitely recognise that music uh, from, from an advert. I think I forget where from. Uh, is it the Starbucks ad?
1: No. And you promise not to mention Starbucks again, you little tyke. They've never given me a dime for all the bandwidth you've wasted on them. No. Our new sponsor is those great folks at Pearl and Dean. They're great, and apparently fans of the show, as I say. I think they fit right in with our motives here, Steve. We've signed a two-year deal with them, so they're in for the long haul. Such good folks.
0: Uh, okay. So, Security Now, episode 217. I'm so excited about reaching that landmark, Leo.
1: Steve's joining us today on Skype. We love those guys at Skype. They're so smart. Wait a minute. What's that collect... Oh, oh, apparently we don't have a deal with Skype. Uh, So, turns out we're looking for a better VoIP provider. Skype's bloatware, I just don't like their attitude. Still, I guess we'll try and make the best of what we have here. God, that's so annoying. Skype really are taking the piss there. So, how are you, Steve? Uh, Here we are, episode 217. Why is that a landmark?
0: Well, it's because...
1: I know. Is it because you've overtaken my twat podcast? We don't record that when I'm on vacation, so uh, I think we're up to episode 150 of that.
0: Well, uh, yes, yeah, okay. But actually, no, I'm happy because 217 is such a special number.
1: Oh, h- how so?
0: Well, my grandfather lived to 103. Wow. And, and 103 expressed as binary bits is 1100111. Now, if you take those bits as a string, And put them through an MD5 hash. You get... F7B9DB683A2BD987AD96088EE07DBFD9.
1: Well, I know that.
0: Yeah, that's hex, of course.
1: Of course.
0: And and you will note... And so will our listeners... That the last two characters in that hash were D and 9. Yes? Well, D9... Assuming Little Endian notation is 217 in decimal.
1: Of course. So cool.
0: So, there you go. Episode D9. Granddaddy. this one's for you.
1: Nice. Uh, You see, that's why this show is so popular. You, you, Steve, you you take a complicated subject like cryptographic hashing and show its relevance in such a clear and simple way. Let me mention our best and original sponsor. Nerds on site. Such great guys. So smart. But what's that, Colette? Oh, apparently we haven't heard from those guys for over a year. I guess that means they're just cowboys. Steer clear of nerds on site. I hope you rot in hell, guys. But I must mention those great folks at Astaro. Have I mentioned these guys before? They are so smart. Now, how can I describe, describe their product? Astaro make boxes. Not cardboard boxes, but metal boxes. Best of breed, open metal boxes. I've got two. We love these guys. Check them out at www.astaro.com. Great folks.
0: Yeah, they're nice guys. I've met them,
1: you know. Oh, and have you seen one of these Astaro boxes too, Steve? Yep. Very cool. Aren't they just? I've got two sitting right in front of me on my desk. And I feel so much better that I do. You're an expert, Steve. Should I plug these in?
0: Well, I I guess you probably should.
1: Why haven't we done an episode about Astaro, Steve?
0: Well, that's a good question.
1: Um, okay, so, on with the show. Have you got any errata or feedback from last week's podcast, Steve?
0: Well, of course not, Leo. It hasn't gone out yet. This is the fourth episode of four. We are recording in a block to fit in with your travelling commitments. And I bet there will be a whole ton of stuff back up in the pipe somewhere. Apparently Microsoft has sneaked down a whole new operating system or two in the last seven years.
1: There are bound to be problems. Cool. Speaking of travelling, have I mentioned those great folks at Expedia? They've done me a deal. This is business. It's It's work. I'm taking the entire TWAT production team off on a geeky inside business class cruise to Outer Mongolia. We're going to eat twigs with the Bedouin people for three weeks or so. We're taking those good folks in the Bedouin some Asus mini PCs so they can download my podcast while they crap in the woods. Those guys at Asus did us a good deal. Visit us on the web at www.twat.com forward slash Redirect underscore to underscore ASUS underscore for a nominal fee dot html. Did you say you're flying business class, Leo? Oh boy! Yeah, apparently first class is too expensive for Expedia, the penny-pinching bastards. So I'm going to have to slum it with the riffraff. Although I think we're flying American Airways. They're great folks. My favourite airline. Perhaps if you're listening, AA,
0: Okay, Leo. So, no errator again, but I do have an
1: interesting and different Spinrite story for you, though. Uh Uh-huh.
0: You know, I always look for a different slant on my product.
1: Okay. I guess without Spinrite, you wouldn't be able to drink at that coffee house we're not going to mention.
0: Starbucks? Tell me about it. I have to sell four copies of Spinrite to get a quad shot latte and a cinnamon swirl. But... I guess it's a price you pay for ethically sourced coffee beans these days.
1: Hey, Steve, Starbucks are not ethical. You mention them every episode and we've never had a dime from them. Come to think of it, I find that odd because they're from Seattle. I love Seattle. Such great folks there. Except those Starbucks bastards.
0: Um, Anyways, I have had an email from a Michael Hunt of Adelaide,
1: Australia. I've been to Australia. Are you sure that's a real email, Steve? Something about that name makes me think it may just be a spoof. Michael Hunt? Uh, no, no. I think it's genuine. Really? Has he signed his email? I signed all my emails. Have I ever mentioned that?
0: Well, no, he hasn't. And yes, you have. Frequently. But wait till you hear what he's written. It's going to kill you, Leo.
1: Okay, Pipsqueak, I'll play along, but don't say I didn't warn you about that name. So, here we go. You've had an email from Mike.
0: Yes, Mike Hunt. That's a good name. Why would you think it's a spoof email?
1: Oh, no reason. Hmm.
0: I know. You've met him on one of your trips to Australia.
1: Uh, Yes, Steve, that's it. You know, I may have done. I've met so many great folks over there, and one of them was called Mike, I think.
0: Oh, actually, Leo, I was being sarcastic. Lee, Australia is so huge, and you've only been there 37 times. So the chances you saw Mike Hunt over there are so infinitesimal as to be laughable.
1: Well, against the odds, but...
0: No! Against the odds is an understatement. Statistics. You humans... Really can't tell the difference between low probability and zero
1: probability. Oh, um, Steve, you're not going to mention that Twin Towers scenario, are you again? You upset our main sponsor last time you did that. We nearly lost AudiBubble. I've had to start reading books the hard way.
0: Right, I upset Audible. Good. And for the last time, listening to audiobooks is not the same as reading books. Anyway, back to my cut. Mike says, "Hi, Steve and Leo. I am a long-time listener to Security Now, and so I was all too aware of Spinwright, but hoped I'd never need to run it as I back things up regularly.
1: Smart guy.
0: Yeah. So anyway, he continues, and wait for this, Leo. You're gonna love this.
1: Oh, I always love these Spinwright stories." How you manage to keep coming up with different slants on the same story is incredible.
0: I know! Aren't they the best? Anyway, Mike writes, I have a
1: laptop. Oh dear, I don't like where this is going. Running Vista. Oh crap, you see that's why I use a Mac.
0: It gets worse. I have a laptop
1: running Vista, and I have used it as my main machine for a year. Oh boy.
0: I have got... Hundreds of emails, podcasts, photos and even some videos on it.
1: Heck, he's pounding that thing.
0: I know, he goes on. Last month we were raided by kangaroos.
1: Oh, they're a real problem in Oz.
0: And this kangaroo stole my
1: laptop. And the last
0: thing I saw of it, it was hopping off into the bush laptop in its pouch. So I took my shotgun and popped one off. The shot hit the kangaroo full in its pouch, hitting my machine full on.
1: Ouch. That's gonna hurt.
0: Well, no. It turns out that because of the laptop, the kangaroo was relatively unscathed.
1: Wow, that's uh, one lucky kangaroo. Do laptops make good body armor, Steve?
0: Well, I guess they do,
1: because the Theroux discarded it and disappeared oblivious to Mike's murder attempt. I bet it was a Mac. They're so well made.
0: I uh, doesn't say, but he's he's running Vista.
1: Well, you can do that on a Mac.
0: I guess so. But
1: we should have Mac as a sponsor, especially if they protect you from bullets. Collette, can you get Jobs on the line, please? <laughs> anyway,
0: back to this laptop that's been grabbed by a kangaroo, shot at, and dropped. It turns out the kangaroo—get <laughs> this, Leo. This is the part that differs from previous Spinright stories. The kangaroo dropped the laptop into a pile of dingo dung.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, way back in episode 27 we had a kangaroo shotgun type Spinright story, but I, I guess the dingo dung rules out a Spinright recovery.
0: Well, let's see. Mike goes on. I used my power washer to get the crap off my laptop. Then I removed the drive. Which, thankfully, only had two pieces of lead shot through the spindle.
1: Only two? Boy, that was lucky. Um, three, and I guess the drive was toast. But, hang on, you wouldn't recommend a power washer to clean a computer, would you, Steve? Uh, no. But it worked here. They're such good folks at power washer. Colette?
0: Colette? Can you get power washer on the line? Well, hang on. Mike continues. I removed the drive,
1: which thankfully
0: had only two pieces of lead shot through the spindle, and I thought to myself, spin
1: Of course, this is one smart
0: guy. I used, I used the drive as a slave on my wife's desktop machine, ran spin right, and four days later all my data were saved. Wow. Mike concludes, I know you get letters like this all the time but i was so impressed that i just had to write thank you spinwright thank you steve
1: so um in summary spinwright works with drives covered in shit and peppered with bullet holes i'm impressed
0: oh leo it's just unique it makes my day getting letters like that
1: well i bet it does okay steve on with the show what are we talking about today steve
0: well the list in front of me says Spinrite, uh, Starro, Audibubble, and Australia. So, I guess we're done.
1: Yes, indeedy. Another fantastic episode. I guess that's a wrap. Any chance I could get you to record 218 as uh, we've finished a couple of minutes ahead of schedule? I fancy a week in Europe. Maybe Virgin Atlantic. Uh. So, that's a wrap until next week. Another episode of Security Cash Cow... Firmly in the bag. Thank
0: you, Steve. Well, oh, thank you, Leo. Go ahead. Security now. Thank you for listening to Hack Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net.